Hello and welcome. You're listening to Dad's Gaming Corner, a podcast of conversations between dads and their kids about games, movies, and everything in between. I am your host, Michael Masick, and with me is my son, Jaden. How are you, Jay? Doing fine. How are you doing? I'm I'm doing okay. We're bringing the show to y'all a few days late. I have been under the weather the past couple of weeks, and so um, show's coming to y'all a little bit late. But we wanted to make sure we got one this weekend to you guys. This is episode 36 again, Dad's Gaming Corner, for Friday, September 18th. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Dad's GC as well as Facebook.com/slash Dad's Gaming Corner. And then, as always, we'd love to hear from you. You can drop us a line at Hey Dad at dadsgamingcorner.com. Send us your thoughts, questions, and even your own story, mom, dad, or kid. Just if you're, you're a kid, make sure you get your parents' permission first. Big deal there. Mm-hmm. Big deal there. So um, we have a lot we want to talk about. So before we do that, we want to jump into one piece of news. Uh, the next generation console prices have been revealed. And so um, it, it's very interesting. You know, Sony and Microsoft have both positioned themselves in a very interesting way. And Jay, I want to hear your thoughts on this. So, um, they'll both be launching uh, within a couple days of each other. Xbox will be releasing the Series X and the Series S. We'll talk about the difference on that here in a second. On November 10th. And then the PlayStation 5 will be launching their two versions on November 12th. So, just two days later. Um, it seems like each year there's always a race at who can release first to try to get those initial sales. But being mm-hmm. two days apart, this I, I don't think that's even going to really play a factor in this right. whatsoever. Um, and we don't know at this point, but because of COVID, I wouldn't be surprised that um, if quantity for both of them or you know, Xbox and, and PlayStation and the respective models aren't just real hard to find anyway. So, um, no Siri, I don't want to talk to you. Siri's trying to talk to me on my iPad. Um, so here's the here's the, the deals on this. So Xbox is releasing the Series X, which is what everyone's been hearing about. It's at four hundred ninety nine dollars, so five hundred bucks. PlayStation is also launching their you know flagship uh, at five hundred dollars as well. Okay. Now here's the kicker: Xbox is also releasing an Xbox Series S that is launching on the same day you know as the Series X for three hundred dollars, two hundred dollars less. All right. Um, and PlayStation is releasing a digital-only edition for $399, $100 less. Okay? Here's the deal. Microsoft is doing something good here. The fact that they're saying, hey, next-generation console, you can play next-generation games at you know $200 cheaper. Basically, the same price as a Switch, $299. Mm-hmm. Um, while PlayStation is saying, we're going to release a digital-only version at four or three ninety nine, so hundred dollars difference. But here, here's the kicker: the PlayStation thing is hundred dollars cheaper because you're going digital only. So the two models look identical. The only difference is uh, the digital only is a little bit slimmer because it doesn't have the slot for a you know for the the, the disc right. to go in. Okay, but it's still the exact same console. So Sony's releasing two consoles identical. One has a disc player. One's digital only. Okay, and if you go digital only, hundred bucks cheaper. Okay, okay, a little bit easier. The Series X is the flagship for Microsoft. It's going to have the you know the latest and greatest everything. Technically, on paper, it's a superior machine to PlayStation. Not getting into all that because developers can pull magic and, and do all kinds of crazy stuff. The Series S, while being able to play next-generation games, okay, here's the kicker, okay? Next-generation games mm-hmm. will not have next-generation hardware. So it's not going to have all of this, you know, teraflops of, you know, data transferring rates and everything else. It's not going to have the true 4K capabilities and all these kinds of things and you know and beyond that the flagship 
Xbox Series X and PS5 are going to have. It's it's a downgraded machine. Basically, what it is is it's letting you play because you know it's going to take about a year or so as developers, you know, a good solid year after these launch before everybody's on board. Developers are going to be releasing uh, probably most of their games both on Xbox One and the Series X, both on PS4 and the PlayStation Five. So you know, it makes sense, right? So what Microsoft is doing is saying, hey, go ahead and jump in with us now at only $300. You can play all those games, but you're not getting all of the really nice, you know, high-end graphics. It'd be almost like Microsoft releasing um, an Xbox One, and then after it releases the Xbox One, it comes back and says, hey, same day releasing Xbox One, we're going to release a, a Xbox, you know, C, you know, One Series S whatever, but it's it's going to have the hardware capabilities of the 360, um, but but you can still play the, the new games coming out. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's an oversimplification of it, um, but it's a unique strategy because right. right now, specifically, you know, because of COVID and everything else, uh, money's tight for a lot of people, and so the idea of dropping five hundred dollars down just for a console, <laughs> you still got to buy a second controller, which I'm sure is going to be around the eighty dollar mark. Mm-hmm. Um, plus the games, which I haven't seen any official word yet on the games, but the rumors up to this point were that all the games are going to be bumped up from the normal, you know, sixty dollars for a new game closer to an eighty dollar mark per new game. Wow, it's a lot of money. Again, that's just speculation. I don't think official prices have come out yet, but um, we're talking about games that are huge as far as you know the graphical, um, just the looks and the realism and everything else. Both consoles, I think, will sell really good. Um, when Microsoft released the Series S information at two ninety nine, people thought, "Ooh, great! They're gonna they're gonna get this." But then Sony came in and released the digital only for three ninety nine. Four hundred dollars is easier to swallow than five hundred dollars on a new console. Yeah, what what's the point of a digital only? I don't I don't get it. Um, okay, it's like uh, you buy all your games digital. Like on the Switch, I'm going digital only in all my games, so I download them that way okay um but some people are big on they, they want the physical media they, they want to hang on to it not just from a collector standpoint but they feel like they they own something more which they do technically because they could then go trade in the game hit GameStop or sell it you know whatever right so digital only is you know the the company sony's saving money without paying for that extra mm-hmm. hardware and everything else um and it's enticing for you know for buyers consumers because it's a hundred dollars less hmm I don't know. What are your thoughts on this? Um, I like um, X uh, Microsoft's um, their whole thingy with the whole. It reminds me of like Apple, how they did like um, like the iPhone 10R. How great it's, comparison! How they came out with the what, what was the yeah, other one? The, 10S, the 10S, and then and then 10R, which was just like a little bit less money, but it was almost. That is a great comparison. Yeah, no quality. That's a great comparison. Um, They, in most ways, were the very same phone. Um, One of the biggest things that set them apart was the display, where these, where the iPhone XR had a, you know, just a standard LED, you know, display, super Retina, I think is what they called it, and then the Mm -hmm. XS had uh, an OLED display, which by far looks better. It's you know, true black and things like that. Here's my thing. If you're itching to jump into a new console, I can see why people might go for the 299. But here's the other thing. Again, I just said it. It's going to take developers generally a good year before they fully switch over to a new console and stop supporting the previous console. Um, give it a year. You might be able to get 
you know, a, a Series X down a hundred dollars. Um, and then you're looking at two ninety nine and and three ninety nine, um, you know, respectively. And so I just think I don't know. I'm, I'm just curious or, how this is going to turn out. You know what? For three hundred dollars, the same price as a Series S they're doing. Just go get a Switch. You know, it's better because it's Nintendo and it's mobile. So speaking of Switch, I wasn't going to uh, hadn't have this in the show notes, but for the month of August, the Switch had the highest numbers of uh, console sales in history for all gaming consoles for the month of August. Uh, the last uh, uh, console that had that number was the Nintendo Wii. Uh, the Switch also outperformed itself this same time last year. It doubled in sales for the month of August of 2020 than it did in 2019. The Switch is selling like crazy. Yeah. Crazy that's, good. That's crazy. You look at uh, Amazon's, you know, top 20, top mm-hmm. 50, whatever else, and you'll see a third to half of that list dominated by Nintendo by itself. Rather it be consoles, games, eShop cards, accessories, whatever. But it's for all for the Nintendo Switch. So crazy. that was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, one last bit of news is that we had two birthdays this week. You yep. had a birthday on Monday. Yep. So you're now 15. Congratulations. Woohoo. I've got to figure out that whole driving permit nonsense yeah. and how we're going to make that work. And then Alicia turned 20 today. She did, yeah. So today. happy birthday to both of you. Well, I mean, not um, if y'all are listening to this. It, it is your birthday. Well, I guess it won't be releasing till uh, t- tonight t- or tomorrow. Tonight, tomorrow morning, yeah. So chances are y'all won't listen to this tonight. So she turned, whenever y'all listen, she turned 20 on the 18th. And you turned 15 on the 14th. Yes, I did. Yes. And it is your birthday. What did you think about that? It it's the theme. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> tell people I was like, right that. now it's not my birthday. Yeah, tell yeah, people. Yeah, so, so I wake up, you know, my birthday, and we were going somewhere. I don't know. Oh, yeah, we were going to get breakfast. So I got up, and I took a shower, and I came out of the shower, and I walk into the dining room, right? Because to get to my room, I have to walk to the dining room. So I walk to the dining I go to the dining room, and the our dining room is pretty big, right? So, if y'all have seen The Office, y'all know we've been watching The Office the past however long. If y'all have seen The Office, you know the conference room is where they go and have meetings and everything. So, if y'all remember the episode where it was Kelly's birthday, right? And the party planning committee was shut down and everything. So, Jim and Dwight take over Kelly's party. And they're doing awful at it. They get bad, just everything. They're just ruining the birthday, making Kelly mad. And then on her actual birthday, she walks into the conference room, and it's decorated by Dwight. And so if y'all have seen the show, y'all know that Dwight is, like, emotionless. So Sees he, no airs in his right, face. So he, he decorates with black, gray, and brown balloons all because it matches the carpet. He says, Jim walks in, he's like, why'd you get these colors? He says, it matches the carpet. And he thought, he was, he thought it was great. It was like, Jim, you're hurting my feelings right now. <laughs> And the way the balloons were all decorated, like just the whole room was decorated, was just very poorly done. Everything was like lopsided, and the, balloons, the balloons were half blown up, not it, even it, half blown yeah, up. Yeah, if even that. I had like it one was, little puff of it. Yeah, it was terrible. And he, he got, you know, their paper company, so he got this long strip of paper with big, um, you know, letters printed on it saying, it is your birthday, Period. period. Not even it's or an exclamation point. It is your birthday. Well, Jimmy even said that. Not even yeah. an exclamation mark. He goes, nothing to get he excited said, about. It's, it's a statement. statement. <laughs> yeah. So I walk into the dining room, and our dining room is about the same, like, shape 
as um, the conference room in the office, right? It's a rectangle. It's longer than it is wide, right? So I walk in, and uh, I see the balloons everywhere, <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. And so they pl- they played the theme song. They played the office theme song on a speaker in there, which um, that kind of, you know, gave me a hint that it was, you know, office-themed. And then the balloons are, like, everywhere. They're, like, just, like, um, what's it called? They're taped to the wall. Taped, what kind of tape was it, With ma- uh, uh, masking, masking tape. tape. It's <laughs> it masking tape. It's terrible. Yeah, it's not even, like, yeah, it's masking tape with streamers just hanging from the walls with, like, balloons tied on the ends of them and stuff. And, like, just a big pile of, like, just the most pitiful balloons you've ever seen in your life just on the table. And then on in the middle of the room, there's a big banner up um thumbtack to the wall that says it is your birthday period yep so yeah i got that for my birthday which was actually pretty cool it was awesome it was awesome if y'all haven't seen those episodes of the office or even if you don't like the office but you want to check out what we're talking about it's actually season five and it's episodes 16 and 17 it's a two-parter oh yeah great episode uh highly recommend you go check that out lots of fun loads of fun loads of fun so Anyway, okay, let's go ahead and move on to what we've been up to this week, what we've been playing and watching, things like that. Um, so, since we are recording this a day or two days late, we're now on Friday, uh, Super Mario 3D All-Stars came out, and I am so excited, so excited. Um, I haven't got to put a lot of time into it yet, but I played, um, I don't know, maybe, I don't know, maybe a couple of hours hour and a half, two hours into 3D All-Stars. Played the first level, um, and if you've played the game before, uh, of Mar- I'm sorry, played the first... Uh, 64, right? First level of Mario 64, yeah, excuse me. And if you if you played it, you know, after you, you beat it, you get the, the power stars that you got to find, and then you can go back in there and then do other objectives and keep getting more stars. And I did the first four stars out of the first level, and then I went and did the first star out of the second level. Um, and I, it reminded me, I've said it on the show before, this is the only Mar- 3D Mario game that I haven't played extensively and beaten. Um, I remember why. This was one of the first 3D games ever, and the camera controls stink. They just do. <laughs> there, there, let me rephrase. There, there are no camera controls. Because <laughs> back in the N64, you had one analog you know, thumbstick that controlled Mario moving around in a 3D space, and that was it. You, you had you know, buttons that you could push that would, you know, zoom in or zoom out or change, you know, is it the overhead camera view mm. or is it Mario's view, uh, like right over his shoulder? So it was like a third person slash second person, you know, view. Um, and being a first time 3D game, and I'm sure I'll get flack on this because a lot of people love this game. Um, that's why I quit playing it when I got my 64 because I hated it. <laughs> uh, when Zelda came out with Ocarina of Time, they really fine-tuned by that point a lot of the 3d mechanics mario feels sloppy as he's running around and even if you're just trying to slowly walk up to something and then read a sign you'd be right in front of the sign um but you know i I pushed through today and i really enjoyed it i enjoyed the nostalgia of just being mario um having lots of fun with that again that is such a great deal i know a lot of people are giving the games flack because or nintendo flack because there's not other you know like behind the scenes artwork or interviews with the you know the creators like there are in some of these uh, collectors remasters that they come out with and everything else right. 
Um, lots of fun. You're getting three games. You're getting uh, Mario 64, Super Mario Sunshine, and Super Mario Galaxy is the first one for $60. That's $20 Which a is, game. Yeah, the price of one game. So. It's great. Great deal. That's great deal. Cool. Yeah. Um, we ordered actually the digi- pre ordered the digital and the physical copy. The physical copy did not come out today or did, did not arrive at our house today. Um, but we do have it at least coming. It's going to be here tomorrow. They're running a day behind, which is good considering that uh, if you follow this online at all, a lot of pre-orders have been canceled on people because yeah. it's just, and I see it on, on Twitter all the time, you know, hey, Target has them in stock. Then they're gone five minutes later. And then, but people still from everywhere, from Best Buy, Walmart. I mean, it's been everywhere. Best Buy, Walmart, Target, GameStop, everywhere you hear. Um, my order was canceled. Got an email. My order was canceled. And they have to do another order because they ran out of inventory for all the pre-orders. So, I would love to see the sales numbers when this is when this is all said and done. Like, oh yeah, go, go three months well, in. I want to see what you, it is. Um, you were, you told me about some stat that it was like already one of the best selling games of. Oh, it's already one of the best selling games for twenty twenty. Is that what you? I think. And here's the I thing: what you said th- those are physical sales only. That's what you said. Physical sales only. Yeah, the charts. It's already one of the best selling games of twenty twenty, and it's physical sales only. Fact that this game's only out for six months and then it's gone, digital and physical. Um, I'm curious how many people bought bought it digital instead of physical. And so, if we ever get true numbers of physical and digital numbers, this game very well, I mean, could just shoot up there and knock Animal Crossing out and the other games out. Wow. Mario has you know selling power, <laughs> yeah. so I mean, people are playing it. So anyway, if you want to go pick that up, I highly recommend it. It's a great game. Um, Super Mario Galaxy is arguably one of the best 3D Mario's ever. Uh, Super Mario Sunshine, people is either hate it or you love it. There's not really any middle ground. I personally loved it. I can't wait to get back into it on on this collection. They did make it widescreen, which I'm totally excited to go check that out. And then I'd love to play Galaxy again and get in. So are you gonna play through these three games like one at a time? Like you gonna go through 64, then Sunshine, then Galaxy? Yep. Yep. The reason I'm gonna do that is that. what I want to do is just straight into sun, uh, yeah, sunshine. So I really enjoyed sunshine, but I want to, I want to beat 64. I want to play it. I never, right. I never, never got far into that game. I want to play it and beat it. And Mario sunshine. I want to have fun with it. Now, what I'm not going to do is be a completionist on these games. Um, <laughs> there's too many games I want to play right now. So I'm just going to play them and move through it, which is really hard for me. Um, but well, that's I the case. Like so. if you're, I mean, maybe this is just me, but you play games to enjoy yourself. So if it, hurts you to not complete the game all the way then i think you should just go ahead and complete it well i think that's what satisfies i think on these i mean i i I, it is i like collecting everything um however on these three marios while i'm i know i'm going to fully enjoy them there's other games i want to play um and so i'm just going to go through them and i'll be okay some (laughs) games and we're going to talk about one of them here in a minute um the collectibles become a pain and then it's like do i it what do I do here? I'm, yeah. gonna, I'm either going to go crazy. I'm going to go mental and go crazy but collecting everything, or do I face the mental breakdown for not collecting everything? We'll just hit that when we go. Unless there. you just don't really care about collecting everything, then yeah. you're you're fine. I will say though, uh, for any parents out there listening to the show, um, and you have fond memories of Mario 64, you know, uh, Mario Sunshine and Mario Galaxies, uh, definitely pick this up. Ready E for everyone. Great game. You can show your kids. The game, uh, Mario 64 is still the 4 by 3 standard square, um, or almost square. Uh, they did clean up. I mean, it's still very jagged edges. There's no curves, but it's very clean. It's They, they did um, 
the, the filtering on it is beautiful. The, the graph, it looks gorgeous. They really cleaned it up. Oh, yeah. I saw you playing it earlier. It was amazing. <laughs> well, I mean, it's way better than it was back on the 64. Well, I don't remember <laughs> what it used to look like. So just what I saw looked pretty bad. But it, if, it, if it used to look worse, then good job. They couldn't do circles back then. <laughs> everything had a jagged edge, a yeah. triangle, square, and everything else. And then uh, uh, Mario Super Mario Sunshine did get the 16.9 resolution widescreen, which is really cool. And then Galaxies, I think they just polished it a little bit. And so, but definitely worth picking it up. Lots of fun. Um, I've also been putting a lot of time into Windbound, uh, which we talked a little bit about last week's episode. And we're going to mm-hmm. be talking about it, I think, next week in depth. i do a review on it. Um, it's rated E, 10 and up. Windbound, um, best way to describe it is that it's a, it's a survival game. And there's a lot of those games out there that have the survival tagline on it. Uh, but it's a survival yeah. game that has a story to it. Has a lot of Breath of the Wild feel to it. Oh yeah. Um, has uh, some Wind Waker, you know, feels to it because of the sailing. I really enjoy the sailing as you get to upgrade your canoe and everything else. Uh, again, don't want to go deep in here right now because we'll talk about it next week. But had a lot of fun with it. Um, still having fun with it. And I did die a lot in the beginning. Uh, I would encourage you now go ahead and go pick up that game Windbound. I, I think you'll really like it. I'm I'm really enjoying it. Uh, we did get a review copy of the game, and so. Uh, you know, full disclaimer there, but I'm enjoying this game. I died a lot <laughs> when I first started playing it, um, but once I got a hang of it, it became intuitive and really started enjoying it. Yeah, I'm. I started this earlier this week, I think, and I'm still dying a lot. I still don't have a hang of it. Hang of it, but um, yeah, it's fun. And you know, I used. Uh, it did help the fact that I was able to tell you, hey, that too, yeah, work on this like, first. Hey, do this. Like yeah. Go get that. Yeah, I feel like if. You didn't do that. I would just not play because I get tired of something real easy if I just am lost, you know. Right. But it, it's it's good, and the art style is fun. It's it's good. Yeah, I really like the art style. So nothing more on that. We'll talk more about it next week and everything else. But really liking that game. Um, okay, so let's get to a game that I have been needing to review for a while now, and kept putting it off because I. Didn't want to. Um, It's one of those games where I was hoping a patch would be released and maybe the game would get a little bit better or the difficulty would be brought down a little bit. Um, And it hasn't happened. So we're just going to go into the review as it is. So this is for the game called Scully. And uh, you can pick it up on Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Steam. Uh, We did get a review code for this, so thank you for that. And I just want, again, full disclosure on that. So the game is $29.99, so it's a $30 game. So it's uh, on the higher end for an indie title, okay? Um, But it's $30, so, you know, it's it's $30. Let me talk about it, and then we'll go into what we finally gave it as a a review um, score on this. Yeah, thank you. So this was developed by Finish, uh, Finish Line, published by Modus Games. And I'm going to read some of this from the website. But basically, Scully is a 3D platformer where you control this um, reanimated skull who's able to shapeshift into three additional forms, each with their own unique abilities that enable you to tra- traverse a strange world, um, solve puzzles, and collect these golden flowers um, that really became the bane for me in this game because <laughs> I... I had to collect the flowers, but we'll get into that in a second. And so uh, this is directly from their website. So here's some key features. You can hop, skip, and roll your way to victory. Uh, Dodge obstacles across the island as Scully, a reanimated skull brought back to life by the power of magical clay. 
you can adapt to your environment by transforming into three distinct forms to overcome challenges and defeat enemies. Traverse a mysterious island. You can roll through 18 different levels in seven lush environments, each packed with unique dangers. Explore a compelling story. Uh, fully voiced dialogue and cutscenes uh, breathe life into the island's inhabitants and the charming world of Scully. Stop a destructive rivalry. Discover the secrets behind the deity's family's uh, conflict and end their quarrel. So here's the thing about this game. That's I just read all that from the website. Um, on paper, this sounds great. It sounds unique. It sounds fun. Um, but it doesn't translate well at all. Um, the game becomes extremely difficult and even non, a non-enjoyable grind to complete if you're looking for the collectibles. And that's the thing. If you are going to put collectibles in a game, I want to collect the collectibles. <laughs> and in this game, as you collect the different collectibles, it unlocks different features in the game that you can go back and look at, like artwork and things like that. Um, I'm not going to go any deeper than that, but there's all these unlockable, unlockables. And the reason... Well, let me just continue. <laughs> um, I, the game... So let me say this way. The game's too hard. The game's too hard. Um, I'm not the best at platformers, but I'm pretty good at platformers. Um, even some difficult ones like Hollow Knight and whatnot. Um, I, there's a lot of potential to this game. It's a 3D platformer where you control you know, like a ball. It's rolling and everything else. Uh, let, let me get some of the pros uh, out there. Um, has a great soundtrack. Really like the soundtrack. Um, recorded well. Uh, you add strings to a soundtrack, and I'm almost automatically going to love it, and the strings in the soundtrack sound really good. Uh, the voice acting for the four deities. So basically, there's uh, there's four siblings. Uh, each one is like a little mini-god, and there's uh, there's earth, fire, water, and wind. And the th- three sisters, and then earth is, a, is, is the brother. And the three sisters are, you know, in constant state of fighting each other, trying to control and then therefore convert all of this earth, whatever the planet is, into their own form. And so mm. uh, you start off as Scully, as this skull that uh, the earth deity reanimates. And and all throughout the game, from beginning to end, you're rolling around as a ball. Um, and then you get three other forms. Uh, those three forms are basically a strong form that turns turns Skull into this big, you know, massive dude that has a, you know, this really strong punch that he can use to break down walls. Um, he can hit the ground that creates shockwaves that damage the enemies. There's a swift form that lets you change, um, or a, jet, a swift form that changes you to where you can do uh, really fast runs uh, so you can run and c- clear large gaps. Um, there's the uh, a, a vault form that gives you the ability to double jump and lift blocks into the air. Uh, I think swift form also is the one that gives you the magic abilities. Um, and then, of course, the fourth form is just being a ball again. So, again, pros. Enjoyable soundtrack. Uh, the voice acting for the four deities is great. Uh, Terry, who's uh, the earth deity that who's talking to you throughout the game, he is hilarious, but sometimes he's, he, he's, a, he's a bit much. And so let me get to some of the cons here. Terry can also be very annoying and even pointless at times throughout the game. <laughs> there are times in the game where I was like, okay, I just need you to stop talking. Like, it, you're, not, you're not adding anything to the story, and I like story. Um, now you just seem to be a comic relief. Um, and you're not funny, especially as I've just died like 20 times to get the same stupid flower, and you're still talking to me, and you're just annoying at this point. Um, but the voice acting's great. <laughs> but his dialogue, I just, mm, it's 
not Terry. It's not you. It's the people who wrote you. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Um, the rolling mechanic, uh, just rolling around Scully. Uh, sometimes it feels good, but a lot of times it kind of just feels sloppy, almost to the point of being broken. Um, and I'm, and and it's it's hard to tell in some levels is if if the issue is that he rolls a little too. It's almost like a rubber band effect. And it, there's an excel. You played it. There's like an acceleration. Uh, you don't just press forward and he runs fast. Oh, okay. uh, there's like an acceleration to it. Yeah, and, I know but you're but, about. but then there's a if you pull back, like if you're running real fast and you get close to an edge of water, you got to pull back or fire. You got to pull back. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it rubber bands real bad. Like you, I'm running forward real fast and then I want to go. I just want to stop him, but rather than stop him, I'm jerking all the way back. Now I'm now I'm accelerating to the opposite end that I was going almost at the same speed. It just it doesn't feel as it needs to be a little bit tighter. I, I, I feel like um, it's a little unforgiving. Right. If you don't have it right on, it's a little unforgiving, especially when you're trying to collect all of these golden petals or these golden flowers that you see scattered throughout the whole the whole game. Um, and again, th- that's one of my issues is that the petals are so challenging to get at times. It's almost pointless. I don't give up on collectibles. Um I do collectibles in every mm-hmm. game, but in this game, I found myself saying, "I I don't even care anymore about some of these collectibles. Like it's it's the reward is not worth the challenge. I'm I'm just whatever it's going to unlock, I'll look up online and watch on YouTube or something. Like I I got to the point where I didn't really care. Right. Um, the camera can be now again. This was on the Switch version, so but I've seen. Other people, after we, I did my own review, I looked at some of the other reviews out there, and they're saying the same thing. The camera um, control is, isn't is always the same. Like, it's not accurate. It's not always the same. At different angles, you can only move it to certain parts. It doesn't really work well. It feels kind of, um, again, kind of sloppy. Uh, there's other times where it's the camera control is non-existent. Like, I, get to, I dropped off the ledge, get ready to do another puzzle, and I can't see myself. And it's one of those things where on some 3D games where artifacting happens or maybe a different layer blends in and you know you're on grass level and you drop down to like where there's mud, but then you see the sky. Like why do you see the sky? It's because your your character dropped to an a- angle where the camera can't see you and the camera can't rectify the situation by repositioning itself. Right. So it's broken and now I'm seeing the sky or something else. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just and it's and it's all throughout the game. Um I mean, it's not constant, but it is all throughout the game to the point where it's it's broken at times where I had to just, well, I'm going to roll around blindly and hope that I figure out what it is. Um, thankfully, this game does have a, a pro, uh, a lot of, um, I can't remember what they call it, but it's, the, it's that the mud pits that Check have the, the, right, but it's these little mud pit pits that have the, oh, uh, the slime in it. The magic clay? Right, yes. And um, whenever you go to one of those, it saves it. So uh, sometimes... There's a lot of those, and you die, and there's not that much you have to traverse to get back to where you are. Sometimes there's a lot of areas to go back, especially, again, if you're collecting the golden uh, leaves and all that. Right. Um, very frustrating. I, I it's At some points in the game, I found myself going, okay, I've collected a lot of these golden flowers. I'm going to backtrack a little bit just so I can now save it because I'm not, I can't uh. keep dying and lose <laughs> and have to redo all these again. Um, it can get very frustrating. Um some of the puzzles require a lot of shape shifting, and so you'll start as let's say the strong form, and you're going in there, and you get to turn to a ball, and then right after that, you get to change to another form. And at first, you're like, "This is really cool. They're making 
really good use of this shape-shifting mechanic to complete some of these puzzles, but after a while, it begins to be very um, very tedious, and you're, you're playing it, and you're like, okay, now you're just, it's almost like it's, it's almost like they're forcing the shape-shifting on you because the puzzles needed that to be more right. creative instead of just give me really creative puzzles. Um, one of the things I did like, and I don't know if this is intended or not, but um, fairly early on in the in the game when you have the the strong form, um, I, I'm trying to remember, that's, I, that's what I call it, strong form. I'm not sure that's the, the right term. Um, I feel like the thing when I'm in it, like from the Fantastic <laughs> Four, like I'm just, ugh, yeah. and I can just go punch and things. he looks like him too. He's like the yeah, orange he's great. gravel looking. He's great. Um, I don't know if it's always intended because there's there's gaps or not gaps. There's uh, blocks, roadblocks in the in the in the game early on where it forces you to go back to a ball. Well, I found out that in like you can in some games like this, uh, World of Warcraft, you could do this a lot in uh, before they introduced flying mounts. That if I got into a corner of where the mountains are and just kept spamming jump, I could jump up and then looks like I'm jumping on nothing and I'm jumping up, 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 up. And I just jump over that roadblock that wanted me to turn back to a ball. I'm like, I ain't turning back into a skull. I hate that skull. (laughs) I'm staying strong, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And so I don't know if that's intended or, or not, because a lot of times they use those as barriers to force you to play it, how they want you to play it. So I skipped a lot of areas, especially early on that required the ball because I just jumped over things and I kept, I'd get to a corner and just jump, 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 just spam it. And he's like, jumping and at times looks like he's jumping in air and then I'm, I'm over it. <laughs> so, I mean, that was one thing that I liked. Um, some of the puzzles are very, uh, very well thought out. Um, but the ones that require a lot of shape shifting or the ones that require to be a ball or a skull, I, I, I do not like that mechanism. And so okay. that's, that's kind of where I'm at with this game. I mean, you, you didn't play it nearly as much as I did, No, but how, how did you feel? Um, yeah, so like you said, I haven't played as much you as you have. The, yeah. I've had, yeah, I probably only spent like 15, 20 minutes playing it. Um, Which, let me, let's make sure we're clear on this. That, that's definitely not enough time to get used to the controls. Right. But again, first first impressions, mm-hmm. if right. you had a demo of this, if there was a demo available and you downloaded the demo and you played it for you know, 30 minutes, in, mm-hmm. uh, an hour, would you, so, what would you think? I... I disagree on the part where you said it almost the controls and the movement feels like almost broken because I've okay. played lots of games like this where that's what it feels like how you're moving and it has to like accelerate and like it has the whole like just the feel of it. I've I've, I've played those games before. I don't like those games, but um, I feel like that's that was on purpose. I feel like that's just the gameplay they're going for since you're like rolling. Um, I'm trying to remember different parts about it. I do think it was hard. I'm not great at those games, like those th- th- that type of control. Right. So I'm not really good at it, but that's, that's part of the reason it was hard. But um, it was hard. Um, I don't care as much about the collectibles as you, so it wasn't really like torture for me. To like go get all of them constantly. Um, trying to think. The strong form was cool. I liked the strong form. He was. Um, yeah, you didn't get a chance to try the other forms. No, yeah, I only got to the strong one, and I played for him a little bit. Um, but yeah, he was his whole movement was different, 
which made sense because he actually has legs and he runs. And the ball, I feel like Much they were. Easier to control, I feel like they were yeah. going for that type of control for the ball, um, and I feel like they did it right. I just don't like it personally. That's just not my type of game. Um, okay. Um, I don't. Yeah, I didn't really care for it, but that's just my preference in a game. I don't real. I get really impatient when it comes to um, games that are hard and easy to die in. So, I mean, that's just me. If you're if you're a patient person and you enjoy um, learning a game and just grinding it out, then this is a really good game for you, I feel like. But I'm not that type of person when it comes to a game. So, I agree with you on that part. And, and maybe, you know, maybe I'm not the, I don't know. Maybe I just, I'm not great, at, you know, at, at, at this ball rolling thing. Mm-hmm. Um Again, I really like. I was excited when we got the code for this game. I re- I've been wa- I've been reading about it, following it. Really wanted to like it. Went in um, expecting it, like maybe a seven to an eight, hoping for an eight. Um, and the way the game was to me, if they released a demo and let's say you know you needed it, you know recommended, hey, get a good hour into this game. I don't know many people who would play it for more than half an hour and say. You know, I'm done. Not it's not my game. Um, obviously, there's a lot of love that went to this game. You can see it in the art style. You can hear it in the music. The, the voice acting's great. Um, it just doesn't seem to translate well on paper. Yeah, I think um, it's definitely uh, a really unique game, and so I feel like because of that, not it's not it's not the right game for lots of people. But I think there is a f- um, I think there are some people who um, just love will love this kind of game. I just feel like it's a really unique game in that way to where it's not for everybody. You know what I mean? No, I do agree. Uh, obviously, you're going to see different graphical performance on the Switch versus other consoles. Oh, and um, yeah, I really liked the art style. Which, I thought, I thought I it was really say, cool. And in handheld, the game is ugly. <laughs> and normally in handheld, you know, it, it's seven, you know, can go up to 720p in handheld, up to 1080p in docked. And some games actually look better in handheld, you know, because there's less graphical performance required. Right. The game looks better on, on docked or in docked mode than it does in handheld. I only it, played it in docked, it gets, and it, I thought it looked it really good. It gets ugly in docked. Like, the colors get muddy together. Now, I'm sure that's just, again, that's just a Switch thing. So I want to set that aside. I don't want that affecting the review. But, um, yeah, I cannot recommend this game. Uh, I would say add it to your wish list if it sounds like fun. If you watch some YouTube videos on it and it looks interesting, I would say put it on your wish list because if, yeah, I just can't recommend this game. Um, So we gave this game a 5 out of 10, which is just right there between mediocre and good. Um, No, I'm sorry, mediocre and not bad. Uh, I would not say this game is between mediocre and good. I would say it's... Between mediocre and not bad. It's somewhere between bad and not bad. Um, and so I'll, I'll be favorable and say it's mediocre. See. It's just, I don't know. I want to give it more than a five. So you've gotten as far as I have. Right. You've experienced the camera issues. You've experienced Terry oh, getting Oh, no, going. not the camera you issues, but I didn't like the you know camera. The camera confused me. The changing no, but, the, the character is all up. But, so. um, oh, although the whole, I had to switch um, a few times in like just the first few minutes I got the strong form. And so that got kind of annoying. But what I've uh, gone through so far, 
I think it's a good game. This I I'm enjoying. I enjoy the story and um, the voice acting, like you said, and the uh, the art style and everything. And I know what they're. I know what they're. What they're going for in the game. It's just not personally a game that I would enjoy. I enjoy. And see, that's where I'm stuck because uh, I do have a lot more time in it than you, and I do feel like I can see what. Or I do believe I can see what they were going for. It just isn't executed. I feel like it's. A, I feel like it's a rough draft. I feel like this would be. I feel like the game is almost like in a early access state. Like Steam does a lot of early access games, and then they update them. You know, Ark <laughs> feels like it's always in early access, and they're constantly hey, you know, <laughs> fixing that game there's up. There's like almost nothing wrong with Ark. The only thing that's wrong with Ark is the way it looks. You're talking about the Switch version. I'm talking about an Xbox when what, we got it. Xbox in, Two. What do you mean? Well, it looks way better in Xbox. Oh, Switch yeah. versions, dog. Yeah, I know. I mean, what are you? Ta- oh, yeah. But I mean, what are you talking about on Xbox? Xbox, like there was a lot of complaints when the game came out because oh, early if, access, yeah. and then they okay. started coming out with the first expansion, which was um, Scorched Earth, something like that. And people were livid. What are you doing, asking for more money for an expansion when the base game is still so yeah. broken? <laughs> I mean, but it's still like the best game there. ever. Anyway, yeah. So, anyway, back to the actual back game to Scully. I, I think if they would put some, you know, if they could polish the game up, fix the camera issues, reduce the difficulty a little bit, um, maybe fix the rubber banding of the ball mechanic a little bit, you know, just change a few things in there. Um, I think this could easily be a seven, you know. And, right, and, be, and I think it'll good also be more appealing to uh, a larger Absolutely. Um, uh, demographic. Absolutely. I just, as it is right now, I'm just not a fan. Not a fan. And I don't think it's just not because it's not my, my kind of game. I just think it's it's hard. Harder mm-hmm. than it should be. So, anyway. Uh, again, we'll put notes uh, of all of these things into the show notes. And, or, sorry, links to all these things in the show notes. Uh, links to buy the game and everything else. And so, uh, let's go ahead and move on to our main topic. And so, third time is the charm, is what it seems like for Nintendo and their Nintendo Direct Mini Partner Showcase. Did I say that right? That's a long name. Nintendo. Nintendo Direct Mini Partner Showcase. This was their third one. They had their last one back in August. And uh, out of the three, they just released one. Uh, was that yesterday? That was yesterday, actually. Yeah, September 17th. And yep. um, this one was a, this one was good. Had This one was packed in with good games. Uh, first one was okay. Uh, second one I, was, we talked about on the show, we thought was just so boring. Wasted our time. Almost half the games were all rhythm based, you know, music rhythm based. But um, going to the one that released just yesterday, and I'm going to just go through these quickly. Um, they did a total of uh, how many was that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. I thought I had this written down earlier. Twelve different games that they uh, talked about on this direct, and the direct was, was just over fifteen minutes long, and so that's a lot to bring mm-hmm. you. But you know, averaging a minute per game. Um, no, some games was less, some games were more. But anyway, um, they talked about. Mon- I'm just going to read them out to you real fast here. So, Monster Hunter Rise, which just comes out in March next year, Monster Hunter Stories Two, that's coming out summer of next year, Fitness Boxing Two, Rhythm and Exercise comes out December of this year. Which, by the way, I didn't even know fix- Fitness Boxing was doing that well to merit to warrant a uh, second one. So, hey, there's that. There's also there is a demo for the first one. We should check it out. Uh, Empire of Sin, which comes out December of this year. Sniper Elite Ooh, Four that game looked good. It did look good. I was excited about that one. Yeah, uh, Sniper Elite Four, which that's a 
long running series. Uh, this one looks so much fun coming out holiday of this year. These are all for Nintendo Switch. Uh, the Long Dark, which is available now. PGA Tour 2K21, September 25th, so just coming up next week. Uh, Hades is available now from Supergiant Games. They're the same uh, developer that brought you uh, Bastion and... Um, oh, my mind just went blank. Uh, Transistor, those are two of the big ones, and a few other games. Um, Balan Wonderworld, which comes out March of next year. Rune Factory 5, which I know is a, has a huge cult following. It's got, <clears throat> excuse me. <coughs> got a little choked up there. <laughs> Just so excited for this game. I'm sure you. It's uh, it's coming out next year, uh, sometime next year. Ori and the Will of the Wisps, which is the second Ori game uh, released now, you can play it today. Which that was a huge announcement because that's a Microsoft Studio game, even though it's indie developer, it's owned by Microsoft, and so we're seeing more of these Xbox exclusive games coming mm-hmm. over to Switch, which is really cool. Um, yeah, so a lot of great announcements, and then after that direct, they did a 15 minute direct just on Monster Hunter. Which was really cool. So let's take a little bit of time here and let's talk about these 12 games and what excited us the most. Okay. So Jay, why don't you go and start first? Um, there wasn't, to be honest, there wasn't a lot that really caught my interest. Um, Monster Hunter Rise was... Well, let's, let's hold off on the Monster Hunter ones until the end. because Because okay. that will go into the direct. So uh, why don't you start with... Uh, oh, I'm sorry. And then uh, Discoggy 6... Uh, Defiance of Destiny comes out summer of next year. I forgot about that one. I don't even remember that one. Um, okay, so one of them that popped out to me was Empire of Sin. Mm-hmm. Um, this one was, first of all, um, I just like the, um, what is it called? The The setting. Right, the setting, right. the time period, that sort of thing. Al I thought, Capone and right. you know, the mobsters and everything I thought else. that was fun. Um, it just, I don't know, something about it was, it just seemed cool. And, uh, was, was it a, um, can't think of the, what it's called, but, um, like Rabbids, Mario plus Rabbids, was it that type of game? So I don't think it's a full game like that. Um, it did look like it had elements that had like kind of an XCOM play to Mm -hmm. it. Not really sure on that. That's the game I was trying to think of. Not really sure on that. Um, and it looked like it had elements of that at times it, yeah that's but why it, i was because they showed a scene right that looked a couple scenes that looked like but that, then so it looked almost sure. more action-based of just right. run in there and gun that too um but the story looked really good mm-hmm. the music was great yep. the art style was nice um I'm, yeah i'm excited to see more about this game so yeah that one caught my interest um hades that one also caught Ooh. my interest i thought that one looked cool so um, so you never beat bastion did you you enjoyed it yeah i i got you need to, I you need to go back and beat that game. But I, I played it a little a bit, and yeah, game. I really, really liked it. Um, so this was made by the same people you said, right? Yes. Yeah, no, I, I didn't really beat Bastion, but I really liked it. So I'm excited for this one. And they said this is um, a dungeon dungeon crawler type game, which, you know, is like um, like Diablo 3, that type of thing. Um, so I think this is going to be really cool. And they said it has lots of uh, different, you know, Greek mythology in the game, you know, if it's different gods or creatures or... And I love Greek mythology. Right. I th- so that I, right yeah. there is a huge plus so I, for me. That, uh, that one, uh, yeah, that one got me excited too. It was only mainly only those two. And like I said, the Monster Hunter Rise, that we'll talk about in a few minutes. So we'll talk about those here in just a second. Right. So, but um, those were really the main two. Okay. Uh, let's see here. 
uh, skipping Monster Hunter for right now. Uh, Disguise Six, you know, it's that's one of those. The Disguise series are very in depth um, JRPGs, and on this one, they said, you know, have hit points up into the billions. You know, have have uh, hit points. You know, your health points up to in the millions and i'm like oh yeah okay <laughs> this that. gets a bit ridiculous at some point it's like towards the end of wow before the reset the whole talent tree it was like you've got a matter of remember how many it was but you've got 60 you know tr- uh, points to spend in your talent tree and i'm like it's getting a bit much now you know those kinds of things it did look kind of weird i don't know i feel like yeah so it was you know it it it, it looked interesting uh, i own the fourth one on switch and um, I like the it's different. I like the humor of it. I like the uh, the the style. There's some things about it I really do like, but it is one of those games where I'm like uh, too deep for me. I'm not not that much of a fan. So, um, but you know, it's there. I'm sure people are, are, are clamoring for it, and they're going to really like that. And so, um, fitness boxing too. Again, if that's your thing, oh, yeah, go I mean, for that it. That looks cool. We need we need to play the demo in the first one. We just need to check that one out. Um, now the long dark, I am super pumped to try out uh, as it's, it's a survival game. Um, the the art style looks amazing. The story looks good and dark. Oh, um, I've been following this game for a while now, and, I'm, and this one and there's another one coming out, uh, Red Lantern. Um, I remember two games I've been looking out for. I remember them talking about this because we're planning to do a survival game yes. themed show. We were gonna do it this week, but then the direct came out, so we decided to do that this week. And so I was like, oh, man, too bad that we're not going to have this game for the show. Yeah, I remember now. That one looked cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one thing on Hades, <laughs> depending on when you listen to the podcast, uh, this week's episode, it's normally twenty four ninety nine, but as a new release, they're doing 20% off. And so you can actually get it for nineteen ninety nine and save 5 bucks. Hey. Right now. So, I mean, it's a good deal. 5 bucks. Yeah, nice. it's a good deal. Uh, another game that I'm really looking forward to is Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Um Really like the other Ori game that's on on Switch, but this game looked beautiful. Um, the art style was gorgeous. The animations, gorgeous. Like as soon as they showed, I was like, oh, and I've never played this game, but I know the world. And you're you're watching the wisps and everything else. It looks gorgeous. This is one of those games that look way better than 1080. Like it, it looks like there's an extra layer of just magic on there. Yeah, and looked, they just you know it looks bumped up. It looked interesting. The only thing I couldn't. In my head, I couldn't get past, um, what's it called? Dang it. Y'all know that that Pixar movie that is, like, set in, uh, like, Scotland? And it's this uh, Princess Meredith. Brave? Brave. That's what it's called. Brave. I couldn't get past that movie in my head because it, it has to do with the wi- She follows the wisps in the forest. Oh, gotcha. gotcha. And gotcha. since she's a kid, she's been following them. And that's the only thing I've ever seen wisps in so i couldn't get past the movie in my head so no. i can't i don't i honestly don't really remember anything about the game just um, just the movie but it, i do a, remember the art style and it's that going to be cool. an amazing game i mean it's been out for a while it already is an amazing game this game's won awards this is an incredible game i can't wait to play it on switch well brave is a good movie so yeah. i think well, it's the yeah. wisp i think it's the wisp that are just go, good go for it uh sniper elite 4 i'm also really looking forward to um I'm playing the third one right now on Switch, and the fifth one looks great. Yeah, I thought it looked fun. Or the I'm fourth di- one. I'm just me. not really good at sniper games, so uh, it's different. It's not like you're. Uh, I mean, the whole game is around sniping, so it's not like you're 
you know, this is like a, a side skill that you're pulling out, like in Borderlands. That, I mean, this is what you do in this game. Oh, yeah. You no, set yourself I've, up. I've played some sniper games, but I've never been good at them. All right. Well, when I get it, I'll let you try it out. Uh, Rune Factory 5, um, I've never played the other Rune Factories, and so I can't really say how I feel about that one. And then uh, Balin Wonderworld. I, I'm sure you're excited for that one, right? Uh, I don't even remember that one. You don't remember, Okay. <laughs> the really colorful one. Um, like way out there. No, nope, don't remember. I don't know if this is your game and and uh, I remember the name. You, I remember you don't you don't like what I'm saying. I remember seeing you can Wonder write in. World. You can write in and tell me. I may be just. I may be. You know, I might be missing out on a hidden gem. I'll just say that. Right I now. remember seeing Wonder World and I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. Yeah. This was um yeah. This it's like was you're on one... something while playing a video game. This is a very it. <laughs> You know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of Alice in Wonderland. Like a weird I was like, Alice yo, is this Alice in Wonderland? Because there's just something, like just this picture right here just screams Alice in Wonderland. It, it really does. And it was really weird. Yeah. Another game yeah. coming out, uh, again, this will be next week, September 25th, is PGA Tour 2K21. Um, I have not heard good things about this game. And so I don't know what 2K oh, this is, is that doing. that golf one, right? Yep. I don't know what 2K is doing with their games. Now, I personally have not played this, but I have not heard good things about this. And so I need a... Yeah. I feel like 2K needs... And, like, they, they need an injection. They need somebody new at the top who's handling their sports franchises and say, okay, guys, we had a, we had a version that was really good for all of our sports games, but we've been stuck in the exact same mold, just upsta- updating our rosters with a new, you know... Um, yeah. Uh, Players? No, I was gonna, yeah, players, but a new um, coat of paint. I was like, "What's oh. the co- what's that word? Oh. Coat? <laughs> a new? I was thinking shell? New shell? A new shell? A new, a new shell of paint? Um, I'll, I'll, I'll still check it out, um, you know, because I'm sure it'll be on sale, you know, three months into release or something like that. See, not trying to hate on 2K. I'm just saying that their sports games lately have just been. Hey, don't hate on their NBA games. Their NBA games are always great. Uh, okay. And they just dropped that Agree to the Mamba Forever edition. That is that was pretty, pretty cool. cool. But only because the the tribute. What do you mean? What if, only because it's a tribute. Oh right, right, right. right. I mean that and that's cool, and they'll sell because of that. Because but of it, yeah. I don't know. It seems like you know. It seems like they're getting lazy. Like yeah, add something. Add it's because they've been focusing on that WWE game that came out. The which we haven't had a chance to play. We do have it. We downloaded it t- today. Mm-hmm. Uh, you spent. 10 minutes playing it? I played one round. One round. And I hated it. But it's not because it's a bad game. It's just because I didn't know the controls, so I was just kind of pressing buttons. And so yeah, I we just need to play it really more. Quick. We need to play it more and actually check it but out. But, yeah, I'm excited to play that one and actually learn something about it. And hopefully, you know, just maybe if I get lucky one round that I play. Is it called a round in boxing or, like, a match? It's not boxing. It's wrestling. Or wrestling. Boxing. Wrestling, right. Wrestling. Is it is it a is a round? You know, I know boxing, I don't know wrestling. I don't remember. Yeah, I guess it's rounds. Round. They have to do rounds. Well, I played one round and I lost really bad. And I didn't know what there was like this weird meter that came up. I don't know. I was confused. Maybe if I like read the directions. No, a little I mean, bit better. we will. We'll we'll take time actually looking at it, learning it. Cause I mean NBA playgrounds was the exact same way. We had to learn that and everything. Right. So, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure oh it yeah, out. and this one looks a lot like playgrounds, which I did like. I thought it was cool. Like the whole 
um, just like home, uh, home screen, not home screen, start screen, start screen. Yeah, that looked like it, and d- the different menus, play and options, and menus. Yeah, yeah it looked yeah. a lot like NBA play. I like how some of the tutorials looked kind of like they were hand drawn comics. Oh yeah, that was comic cool strips. too. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Uh, I just downloaded Hades, or I'm downloading it now. Oh, cool. <laughs> but look at the the icon. It looks great. Oh, it does look. That cool. looks really really cool. I'm, I'm ex- I've got some time off coming up soon. I'm gonna sink some time into that. Okay, so let's move on to the Monster Hunter part. So they also released, uh, or I'm sorry, they announced. Monster Hunter Rise, which is being released March 26th of next year. And then Monster Hunter Stories 2, which is coming out summer of next year as well. So Monster Hunter Stories 1 was out on the 3DS. And then they it's actually on iOS as well. I think it's like 20 bucks on, on iOS. Um, I have it on 3DS. I haven't played it. I picked it up as a still, but I haven't played it yet. Um, both games look amazing. And so I'm super excited. There's only one Monster Hunter games on the Switch right now. Monster Hunter... Um, uh, generations something I I'm, I oh, yeah. remember. I have to go back and look at the title. Um, and it was a 3DS game that they kind of bumped up the graphics on and brought it to Switch. And so I, I enjoy it, but it feels like a clunky 3DS game <laughs> on my Switch. Well, I still enjoy it. I mean, it's a fun game. And then the main Monster Hunter game that most people talk about is Monster Hunter World, which is on every other console and PC, not Switch. And it's open in it's open world, looks great, looks incredible, and everything else. Monster Hunter Rise looked amazing. Amazing. It did look pretty and good. And so uh let's take a little bit of time talking about that one. Um yeah. So they had okay. the they had the, the wire bug that helps you move mm-hmm. around with all these yeah. jumps and helps you with the attacks. The new the, the environments looked beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um the, the new rideable dogs mm-hmm. that you can mount and run around on. Yeah, the palamute with a the canine palamute. attacks. Yep. Uh, new monsters. They have returning monsters as well as uh, one, two, three, four that they actually talked about. And I'm going to get all of these wrong, but uh, Magnum, Magnumalon, Mag, how do you say Magnumalo? Magnumalo. 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 Uh, <laughs> I'm going to never forget it. Uh, there's four of them. Magnusom. <laughs> that they, that they showed on there that are all new, um, as well as other new ones. And it looks amazing. Like the graphics look great. Sorry, I was trying to see no, if I good. could pronounce those names. Um, the um, game looked yeah, amazing. Yeah, it, it did look Very really open cool. world. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, the base looked amazing. Um, it looked full of life. And like a, like a it wasn't just a little hub where you went to to sell items and then go back to adventure. It looked like a full fleshed out village. Really liked it. And, and, and mm-hmm. we're getting three new Amiibos oh, coming yeah. out March 26th, the same day the game comes out. And out of all of my Amiibos... Um, the Monster Hunter Amiibos look fantastic. They're right there on that shelf. They just look amazing. They're big. They've got riders on them and everything. These new ones coming out look epic, and they look good. And I'm I'm I'm, I'm nervous they're going to be super expensive too. Oh uh, yeah. Um, I don't know how they're being revealed yet. Uh, it's there's some mixed reporting on this. At first, it looked like they were going to be GameStop exclusives, and then it looked like, based oh, yeah. on the wording, that they were going to be available as single characters. GameStop exclusives, which it's like, okay, so you maybe buy the three-pack everywhere, but only at GameStop, you know, individually. But then GameStop uh, had a pre-order available today that already I I missed out on. It was super fast for the um, uh, collector's edition that came with one of the three Amiibos. And so it's... I don't know what's going to happen. I'm afraid they're going to get sold out super fast and And scalping is going to take place. And yeah, I've got to pay double the cost. 
But man, they looked really they good. They did look really good. So what were your thoughts about Rise, Monster Hunter Rise? Um, okay, so I think it looked really cool. It the wire bug thingy, that whole mechanic I thought was super cool. It looked really cool. And now you can just like basically be Spider Man. How he just like goes through the air in between, you know, New York. That's what it reminded me of. Because he just would kind of throw it up there and it wouldn't really there was a point where he was just like in the middle of nothing. He was in the middle of cliffs, but there wasn't anything above him. It was just air, and he kind of right. just threw it, and it caught onto something, and it just looked like Spider-Man swinging. So I thought that looked super cool. Um, uh, you can run up the walls, which I thought that was cool too. Oh yeah, both uh, as your person and the mount. And, and the one mount, of the things yeah. that's cool about the mount is that um, when you're running in the game on yourself, you your stamina runs down, but with the mount, you don't run out of mm-hmm. stamina, and you can use health potions yep. and still attacking things while you're on your mount. Which and I thought was super cool. You can have two companions with you. So you can have two dogs or two cats or a dog and a or cat. Or a dog and a cat. Or a cat and a dog. So that's cool having two puppies with you. That'd be pretty fun. Um, but I think this game looked really cool. I, I wouldn't spend money on it for me. Um, that I didn't like it. You sounded a lot more excited when we were watching it than you did when we were preparing the show notes. Well, I feel like I was just in the moment, you know. It looked cool. But you you want me to buy it and play it and see how it is? Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. You if you can if you want to. I'm, that, I'm definitely cool. picking up this game. I'm sure you I, will. This is my my. I'm really looking forward to Hades, which I'm downloading right now. Um, but on this list, Monster Hunter Rise and then Monster Hunter Stories Two are my two like those are the games that got me off the couch. Of like, right? I'm, I mean, literally, my mouth dropped literally, open, and I'm yeah. like. It's Monster Hunter. I kept saying it. It's Monster Hunter. And then they showed familiar characters. And I'm like, it's Monster Hunter. Yeah. Super excited I thought it looked game. lots of fun. I think I would like it. But I'd, I, it, in my opinion, it's not worth my money. I, I need some jeans. I would rather buy a pair of jeans. Well, we'll check out this game when it comes out. Do a full review, review on it. Um, they have more information coming out uh, later in September. Uh, they're going to release more details and whatnot. So I can't wait to check those out. And... Just to get online and play multiplayer, I just super excited. Now, Monster Hunter Stories Two is more of a RPG element, and so it's Monster Hunter Monster Hunter Stories Two: Wings of Ruin coming out the summer of twenty twenty one next year. So, um, what about that type of a game? More of an RPG style. Um, um, it, the look of it reminded me somewhere between Breath of the Wild and Skyrim. Mm. And so, um, I mean, again, it's it's its own game, so it's not you know it, it will feel very unique in itself, but Man, I'm really looking forward to that. I yeah. need another good RPG. I mean, it was kind of similar to the last one. I was like, oh, that looks fun. It wasn't anything like super exciting. You need to actually though. see some more gameplay. I guess so, yeah. Very, what they showed was limited, um, but what they showed to me just looked amazing. But we do need to see more. Mm-hmm. So, um, super excited for both those games coming out. And then, of course, the Amiibos. Again, we'll put links directly in the show notes to this mini direct partner showcase so you can watch. And you know, take three on the partner showcases. This one looked good, and I am liking Nintendo's new format where they have a direct about their stuff coming out. Indie directs talking about indie games, and then partner directs where you have these. There were some indie indie games in here, like like Hades and others. But um, you know, this I thought this was a great direct. I thought so too. Short, yeah. fast, to the point, kept it going. Good momentum, good energy throughout the whole direct. You don't so. think the last one had good momentum? That Good last energy? one was awful. Nope. That last one was nope. awful. But 
good momentum, good energy. Oh, rhythm was, based. <laughs> boom. Psh, there's yeah. also yeah, rhythm whatever. Game. Okay, well, there's that. So let's Anyways. Go, let's let's go, let's go out and move on over to Indie Corner. Okay, so Indie Corner, uh, we've talked about this on the show before, but it's been a long time. And so uh, we're talking about Mr. Shifty. It's rated T for Teen, and it's normally $14.99 on Switch. Right now you can get it for $8.99. And so um, this is a good game. And so you can only get it on Switch and Steam. This came out year one for Nintendo. Uh, for Switch, excuse me. Switch came out March of 2017. This game came out in April of 2017. And so let me let me go ahead and get this out of the way right was now. Was it that soon? Yeah, it was a month wow. afterwards. So let me get this out of the way. Uh, when this game first launched on Switch, it was broken. Um, it was fun. It looked great. It played great. But y- you couldn't get very far into the game uh, with a lot of stuff happening on screen before the game just started crawling. Just huge game-breaking frame rate issues. Uh, the game has received multiple patches since then, and the game plays much better. Great game. And one of the issues about reviewing games, in fact, there's a game we're sitting on right now, and I don't even want to say the name of it right now because I don't... It's already being, been reviewed by everyone else out there, and it's getting terrible scores because of a lot of frame rate issues, graphical issues, just different issues. Um, and um, uh, the media outlet that gave us the, the code asked when we're doing the review and I said <laughs> we're holding off as long as you're okay with us holding off because I want to see a patch and I don't Mr. Shifty unfortunately has been one of those games that when it came out you know it it, it didn't get a bad rap it, it got reviewed based on the game that was released you released it and that's what it got reviewed and so it has a lot of fours fives and sixes um, when the game first launched because of just these game breaking issues with frame rates now um, the game's great. And so let me read this to you from the website. Uh, Mr. Skilly follows a, teleport, a teleportation-fueled heist to break into the world's most secure facility, shift through bullets, and master lightning-fast takedowns in an all-new kind of action game, a speed-stealth kung-fu brawler about, <laughs> teleport, about a teleporting thief combining fast, top-down gameplay with the ferocity of 90s Hong Kong action cinema. Um, and that's what it is. You're top down. You're breaking into a high tech facility. You're picking up discs and different things. Um, you can teleport through walls. Um, you die very quickly if you're getting shots. So you got to be careful. You can, you know, throw the doors like when you bust through them at enemies. Um, there could be a, a whole wave of bullets being shot at you, and you can teleport through the bullets so they don't hurt you. Um, there's mm. a rhythm to this game. And do you remember playing this game? Yeah. There's a rhythm to this game that as you, once you start the level and you kind of get idea of the different rooms for the floor plan that you're on, and there's a rhythm that once you get into that right rhythm, you're you're just you're you're teleporting in the middle of a bunch of guys, you know, knocking them down, beating them up, you know, fighting weapons, whatever, um, and you just you know sh- you're shooting from here to there, you know, point A to D to C to B to F, you're just, you're just flying all over the map. Um, Really great game. This game um, is well worth $15. Um, and I think oh, yeah. uh, for the price, it's a steal to pick up. Um, I actually have the wrong score on here. Uh, this game to me is, in its fixed form, definitely an 8 out of 10. It's a great game. Um, I think every Switch owner should have this game. Uh, it's not a very long game, but it's a fun game. Um, and again, now that they've released all of these you know, uh, patches, patches and whatnot... 
Um, I think most review sites, if they if they would to go back and re and re review it, I think you would see a lot more sevens and eights versus you know fives and sixes. Right. Really fun game. I loved this game when it came out. I stopped playing it because I the frame rates were, were awful, but as they started patching them. Played it, enjoyed it, and had a lot of fun with that. So again, that's Mr. Shifty. You can get it on Nintendo Switch right now for eight ninety nine, and it's also on Steam. Great game, a lot of fun. Can't yeah. recommend it enough. So you know that game reminds me a lot of Origami. Um, I don't remember the full name. Origami Shadow Edition, or whatever. You, you know, you know. Game oh, I'm, I'm sorry. About? I'm thinking of Origami, like Paper Mario Origami. Oh like, no, Paper Mario. No, what? <laughs> origami. origami. Yes, you know, like edition. a ninja Ooh. thingy. Just, That's um, a good game. There's different... You never beat that game. No, I, I want to throw it. my pen at uh, you. See, like I t said earlier in the show when we were talking about Scully, I just I'm not patient enough for some of these games, and that's one of the games where you just have to ease your way through. And I'm like, no, bro, just let me go through and kill people. I have people. been dying to play multiplayer in that game, but, but I'm waiting for y'all to yeah, beat it be first. Careful. If you're listening to the show and you've played Origami and beat it and beaten it, and you want to play then multiplayer, good for you, hit you me deserve up. a gold send star. Me, send me an email. Hey, Dad, at DadsGamingCorner.com. So. Anyways. Anyway, well, that's going to wrap um, up the show for yep, tonight. So all. remember, you can find all the links, to everything we're talking about right there in the show notes or whatever podcast app you're listening to. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at DadsGC as well as Facebook.com slash DadsGamingCorner. And as always, drop us a line at HeyDad at DadsGamingCorner.com. If you like the show, please subscribe on iTunes, Spotify. Uh, we are now on uh, Amazon Music as well. And we should be on Audible oh, yeah. here very soon. Um, Pandora, we've submitted pandora is slow uh but Ooh. once pandora you know accepts it we're like on every platform out there ever like whatever device you're on whatever phone whatever computer whatever smart car you have <laughs> you know if your car has an app we're probably on it Heck so yeah, just yeah. search for dad's gaming corner you can find us right there do subscribe help us spread the word invite your friends it helps us out a whole lot and uh, if you'd like to support the show financially, you can do so via Patreon at patreon.com slash dadsgamingcorner. Wow. I felt like I forgot something oh, there. Oh, my voice just cracked really bad. I feel like I forgot something, but I think um, that's it. Can't think of anything? No. All right. No, I don't think so. All right, guys. Well, that's going to be a wrap for this show. Sorry for it being late, um, but we'll get another show to you next week. Uh, we've got the reviews coming up for Windbound. We've got reviews coming up for actually a lot of games coming out, so we're super excited to play. So stay safe. We'll talk to you all next week. <laughs>